So what might we have missed in yesterday's daf? That's the um, daf yud base in Psochim. So I don't know those of you who have learned the daf might have noticed that what we're dealing with, one of the many things, as on every death, there are many things that we deal with. Often they're interconnected, sometimes they're not. What we were dealing with yesterday, one of the things we were dealing with yesterday was the difference between time and timing. It was one of the themes of, of, of yesterday's government. What's the difference between time and timing? Time, we use time to synchronize. So if we say the shoe starts at 6.45 a.m., that's a way that we make sure that we're all here and we don't have to wait for each other. We know what time it is and we can, we can synchronize. Uh, we know what time Shachris is. We know what time Minchi is. We synchronize with time. But time is also about timing. Time, and timing is about a, the beat of life. There's a beat. And just as when you change the timing of music, the dance changes... So when you change the timing of life, the dance of life changes. And one of the subjects of the, of the piece of Gomorrah and Daf Yud Beis is the difference between time and timing. How do we see that? So there are a few, there are a few statements. I'm just going to touch on a few statements. So those of you who have learned the Gomorrah will know how to string them together. And those of you who haven't, will just deal with the pieces that I, that I give you. The first case, in talking about time and, and timing, the, the, from a synchronization perspective, there are two areas that the Gemara is dealing with. The one area is Badikas Chomets, where synchronization has to be very meticulous, because if you don't synchronize your time precisely, you could land up eating, eating Chomets after Zman Biur, and Zman, uh, after the time where you're no, no longer allowed to eat it, and that could be a serious issue. So you've got to synchronize the time well. The other case that the Gemara talks about of synchronizing time is in the Drisha and Chakira of a um, of Edim. So we've always got to have two Edim, and uh, and the evidence has to the evidence of the two witnesses has to synchronize. So we have Drishas and Chakiras. The cross examination consists of two parts. Drisha is we ask them all sorts of questions. Um, Chakira is specifically about time and place. And Chakira allows for Hazama. Hazama means that somebody else can come along and disqualify these Edim by saying at that time and place you weren't there because you were with us somewhere else. So time and place becomes a, a crucial part of the validity of, of evidence. And the two Edim have to synchronize their time. What happens if they're not exactly synchronized? That's what the Gemara deals with. So these are the two cases of time synchronization that the Gemara is talking about. Um, and back on, on Yudalaf Amud Beis, the Gemara brings as a Machlokis, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi, and, and Rabbi Meir that we're dealing with all the time, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, where there's a Machlokis about the, the, the day before Pesach. Rabbi Meir says you can eat up till the end of the fifth hour of the day. And the beginning of the sixth is the time to burn. Rabbi Yehuda inserts a, a neutral time. You can eat up to the end of the fourth, you do nothing during the fifth, and you burn during the sixth. That's their difference of opinion. And Abai and Rova go backwards and forwards as to what the reasoning for that is. So, so it brings a case here about the Adim, about the, the witnesses. One aide says it was at two hours after, it was eight o'clock in the morning, and the other one says it was at nine o'clock in the morning. That's okay. But if one says it was at, at eight o'clock and the other one says it was at ten o'clock, there's more than a two-hour difference between them, then, then we say the evidence is not synchronized. Divrei Rabbi Meir. 
Rabbi Yehuda Meredetan Kayemet. Rabbi Yehuda says two hours difference is still okay. People can make a mistake between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Can be. But one, but if one says five and one says seven hours after sunrise, then we disqualify them. But it's still two hours. Says Rabbi Yehuda, yes, but it's a different two hours. There's a difference between eight and ten and, and eleven and, and one. The difference is between morning and afternoon. People don't make a mistake between morning and afternoon. They make a mistake between 8 and 10, but not between morning and afternoon. That's one piece of Gemara. Later on, another whole discussion, and the Gemara says, So if it's daytime and nighttime, even half an hour or one hour won't disqualify them. Because people don't make a mistake between day and night. If you say, was it, let's say the sunset is at 6 o'clock, and one says it was 5.30, and one says it was 6.30, that's only one hour difference, but that will disqualify them because people don't make mistakes between, between uh, day and night, says the Gemara. And then the third thing, the third piece of Gemara, eventually the Gemara goes back and says, Omar el Rava, the reason that Rabbi Yehuda says you've got to wait that middle hour, you can't do anything, is because it can be a cloudy day, you don't know exactly what time it is, how far the sun has gone, so make a, make a little bit of dis- distance. Remember, this is Rabbi Yehuda who is conservative with Gezeris. He doesn't make a lot of Gezeris, as we learned yesterday. Then you shouldn't eat the fourth hour either. If it's a cloudy day, then he can't tell the difference. You've got to be careful altogether. No. Up till the end of four hours, people know they can eat. They know it's eating time. So, you, so people will get it right. What do we see here? We see a difference between time, which is using the watch, and timing, which is the beat of nature. Sunrise, midday, sunset, nighttime, morning, the beat of nature. There's a, there's a, nat- there's a beat of nature. You watch the sun moving, there's a beat of nature. Uh, the, the, the days of the week, the, the, the month, the moon getting bigger, the moon getting smaller. Last night we were having dinner and we could see the moon through the thing and my wife said look it's getting smaller already you notice past the middle of the month it's getting smaller already so there's a there's a beat hours are artificial who says they have to be 12 hours in the day we make 12 hours because they're easy to divide into into thirds of days half a days quarter of days 12 is an easy number to work with but it could have been 10 it could have been six it could have been 20 could have made anything but with the natural, the rhythm of time, timing, we can't do artificially. The sun rises, the sun sets, the moon, ri- the moon rains, the moon waxes. That's how it is. That's nature. So the difference between time and timing becomes very important. We see in the Gomorrah, people don't make a mistake with timing. We're tuned into timing. Even when timing is, is subjective, like is it breakfast time? And Tosfa says that only works for, for Bir Chometz. It doesn't work for Edim. Because if Edim are trying to figure out what time did I see this event, they're not tuned into whether it was breakfast time or it wasn't. But if you're talking about can I still eat Chometz, your body tells you if it's breakfast time or it's past breakfast time. And the Gemara says until four hours, it's breakfast time. People are eating breakfast at that time. You feel it's time to eat. Once that time is gone, it's not yet lunchtime. It's not yet breakfast time. At that time, we don't know what's... The, we get confused about hours, and therefore you've got to hold off. 
But, but you know when it is, when's breakfast time. So you say you can eat breakfast time until the end of the fourth hour. And I want to talk to you briefly about the importance of, of time and timing. Because time, as important as it is to synchronize our activities, and I'm not suggesting that we operate without watches because we live in a, time, in a, in a complex society where we have to synchronize time. But I will say to you that if you only relate to time with a watch, then you've lost control of your timing. Then your body and your mind and your soul is out of tune with the oilam. The idea of halacha is to be in tune with the timing of the world. The watch helps us. And I even, you know, with Man Kriyashwansa and these things like down to the minute, down to the second, where they say, yes, okay, that's helpful. We can look at our watch and we can know if it's time to say Shema, or if it's still time to say Shema, or if it's too late. We can use our watch to know that. But you're meant to be tuned in to the natural cycle, that it's the first third of the day, or Zman is the quarter of the day, it, or, the, or the, the, the other way around, the first quarter of the day for Kriyashma, the first third of the day for Zman It's important to be, to be linked in, to be tuned in to where the sun is, because the sun moves gradually. And when you're tuned in to timing, you slow down. You're not so crazy. You look at your watch and do, 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 do. every second the thing is moving, moving, moving. It can drive you a sugar. There isn't a moment of stillness. But this morning I was sitting outside learning and watching the sun come up from darkness to beginning of light. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it calms you. And it slows you. And I learned many, many things during COVID. The one thing I learned, it slows you down. All of a sudden, you can't, you can't operate at the speed you normally do. You can't walk at the speed. You can't think at the speed. You can't speak at the speed. I don't talk about me. Everybody has it differently. But for me, one of the most interesting and at first difficult things to get used to was it slows you down. It's like you're carrying a rock on your back. You, just, you can't move slowly. And all of a sudden, I discovered what a gift I was able to understand Gomorrahs I'd never understood. I was able to understand Chumash I'd never understood. Because you don't have the time. Because the hand's moving, moving, moving. And you don't have the time. If we're only tuned into time, there is no time. We're always short of time. Because every second, the second's gone. But if you're tuned into timing, you've got time. You can dwell a little longer on something. I was learning an important piece of Zohar. I don't learn Zohar Kaseder, but I learned Sforim that use Zohar, and through that I'm able to get insight into the Zohar. This is on Parshish Chayesora. Tachozi says the Zohar, Zakoin inun sadikaya itganiz luhukama tavin lahau alma, velet ata pnima bechol inun ki inun diyadi raza demarehen. There's no place that is as inner, no place is so interior and so deep among all the tzaddikim as those who know the deep essence of Torah. And we learned last night, those of you chas v'sholem that, that weren't able to hear the shir last night, the chumash shir, listen, listen to it on the, on the app because it's, uh, it, it's, it's a, it, you, the, your life changes when you think differently. And you'll think differently about a lot of things after you've, after you've understood the piece of Chumash that we did with Yaakov and Esau. 
And part of it was Esav's attempt to m- deprive Yaakov of the ability to get deep into the Soidei HaTorah, as the Kleyocha talks about it. That's all he needed to do. Because if you learn superficially, then you're done. That then, then you, you're not changing the way you think. You're just going through information. And the, and the Zohar says there's such a special place for those who can get into the Raza de, de Marein, get to the secrets of the Rebbeinu Shalelah. And they know how to cleave to that. And that's which Hashem does for those who are those who we translate as wait, but really means slow down. Those who slow down. The friends of Eiv didn't respond. When Eiv spoke, they sat with it. They waited. These are the people who apply their minds to the wisdom of Torah. And they analyze it carefully and extrapolate. And they wait on an idea. They don't move off right away like the hands of the wash. Watch. Next thing, next thing, next thing. Weiter, weiter, weiter. Yeah, weiter, weiter, weiter. You miss it all. It's like those of you who've been on safari. No, you drive through fast, you see nothing. And even if you drive through slowly, you're unlikely to see. 20 miles an hour is considered far too fast to be able to see anything. You've got to stop. Just look. Drive a little bit. Stop. Just look. Says the Zohar, it's the same with Torah. It's it's Yase Lamechakelo. The Rebbeinu makes miracles, nisim of understanding. If you just wait a little bit, if you rush through a Gemara, you're not going to see the nisim. You're not going to see the sodas. You'll see nothing. That doesn't mean we don't also have to cover some ground, but also we've got to find the time. That's what the shear for is: is to take one piece of the death. Good, we have to rush through the daf. If we want to do a daf, you've got to rush through it. But take time to take one idea and be mechake. So I give you the benefits. It doesn't take 15 minutes, as you can imagine. To be mechake, to find on each daf what the thing is, and then just to wait for the idea to come. Wait for it to develop, to understand that this Gemara is talking about the difference between time and timing, the beat of life. The watch, there's no beat. The watch, there's just a movement. It's a digital, every second changes. The sun moves analog. It moves slowly. The moon moves slowly. And if we can tune into the timing of the Oilom and align halacha, our, our keeping of halacha with the timing of the Oilom, Shabbos and Shkia and seven days, if we just link into that, we're able to accomplish much more by slowing down and being a Mechakeloi. Good. Thank <laughs> you.